Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Workday Physique. I'm your host, Ajitesh Kogoi, and in today's episode, let's discuss a few strategies that you can use to break through weight loss plateaus. So if you've been trying to lose weight for a while, and for the past couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months even, your weighing scale has not moved at all. And that is causing you distress. It could be because you have encountered what we determine as a weight loss plateau. That is your weight loss has come to a complete standstill and you're just not losing weight anymore. So we'll talk about how you can go about tackling this problem. But before we get into that, you have to understand that daily weight fluctuations, daily body weight fluctuations are fairly common. And I've noticed this quite a lot. Uh, among people who I work with that many of them, they get emotionally invested in the day-to-day scale weight changes. Okay, so if the scale weight drops, some people feel very happy because the weight has gone down. And when the weight suddenly goes up, another day, they feel very distressed. They feel very disappointed. But here's the thing. Your body weight is just a data point. Okay, and there is no point being emotionally invested in something like that and a day-to-day fluctuation of your body weight is in fact very normal so if you have eaten a very heavy dinner the previous night if you ate your dinner late if you ate more salty foods if you are in a certain phase in your menstrual cycle all of these different factors could contribute to a sudden change in your body weight the next morning all right so this is not something that you need to be worried about what actually matters is is your weight on a downward trajectory over a long period of time. So you take your weight, body weight, every single day, every single morning. You find the weekly average by adding all the weights in a given week, divide by seven, and then find if you're losing the if you're losing on average from week to week. Okay, so that is what you need to be concerned about. It's the general trend. It is not one single data point that makes any kind of difference. And this is why it's so important to weigh yourself every single day and not just randomly, sporadically weigh yourself uh, one day of the week or at any time during the day. So try not to do that. Weigh yourself early morning after going to the um, toilet and with minimal clothing and do this under the same conditions every single morning. So that keeps most of the variables same. And then when you have a an accurate measurement, you can use that to find the average weight for the week and then you can figure out the trend. So that is number one. Daily fluctuations are completely common and sometimes you may not lose weight for maybe one to two weeks in a row and suddenly have weight loss in the next week. Okay, so this is also very normal. Uh, Our bodies are just, you know, they're not exactly machines. So it's a very complex it's, it's a very complex biological thing, right? There are so many processes going on and it is very hard to predict something in a linear fashion. So some weeks you just could be holding on to more water weight. You could just have higher stress. Your food intake may not be as regulated as you think it is. So there are so many variables at play. So you don't need to be worried about a weight loss plateau when your weight just stalls for one week or two weeks, all right? It should ideally be the case that you have tracked your body weight very diligently for five to six weeks and still have not seen any progress. That is when you determine that 
you know, I've probably encountered a plateau and I need to do something about it. So give yourself at least, I would say, five to six weeks before determining that you have indeed encountered a weight loss plateau. Now let's address the main question. Why has my weight loss come to a standstill? And the first thing is that this can happen to people who have been dieting for a long, long period of time. So if you've been under eating for a long period of time, that is yours months, years, this could happen to you because your body is going to adapt. Your metabolism is going to adapt to that lower food intake over a long period of time. Okay. In most cases, however, that is not what's happening. In most cases, people are just under reporting their food intake. So if you don't have a record of what you have been eating for the past two to three months, you cannot say that I've been under eating for a long time. I've been dieting for long. That is why I have hit a plateau. It is most likely that you're under-reporting your food intake. And I would suggest that you start tracking your calories, tracking your food intake, maintain a food diary for two to three months before determining that you have, in fact, encountered a weight loss plateau. Most people eat more than they think they eat until and unless they are tracking it. That is when they realize that, oh, you know, I've been eating like a lot. I was thinking that I was eating less. And for this, I want you to go and listen to episode number 32 after this, which will give you some clarity uh, regarding if you're actually doing the things that you say you're doing. Okay. Episode number 32, it's a mini episode. It's a very short one. I want you to listen to that. All right. If you've not been tracking, but you're thinking that you're eating less, just listen to that. Um, besides tracking your food intake, you also need to be tracking everything else. So that means your liquid calories that come from juices, smoothies, the condiments that you're using on food, the sauces, uh, the alcohol, weekend calories, everything counts. If you're skipping out on any of these things when you're tracking food, that means that you're, <coughs> excuse me, that means that you're overlooking a lot of things. And it could easily mean, uh, it could mean that you're easily overshooting your actual calorie target by 1000 calories, sometimes more than that. So you, you may be thinking that I'm eating only 1400 calories, but you're actually eating in reality, 2400 calories. So that's, that's a huge difference from your perception and the reality. So you don't want that to happen. Track alcohol, track liquid calories, track everything, track all food items, sauces, condiments for two to three months, have that data in place so that you know that what you're saying is actually what is happening. That's important. The next thing, you're probably not moving enough. All right. This is more of a problem if you're a shorter individual. If you're a shorter individual, if you're like five feet, five feet one, five feet two, your energy requirements are already very low compared to someone of, you know, a taller height. Now, it's very hard for shorter individuals to reduce food intake by a lot because they're already eating less to just maintain their body weight to just eat even lesser it's it's a challenge all right i'm not going to lie it is more difficult for very short individuals to lose weight compared to taller people all right so what you can do is make sure that you're moving enough throughout the day and this you already know if you're trying to lose weight you need to be tracking your step count hitting a step target is the best way to ensure that you're moving throughout the day and if you don't have the data for your step counts for the past two to three months that is another thing that you need to fix so fix your 
calorie intake. Make sure you have a record for that. Make sure you have a record for your step, step counts throughout the day. If you have both of these things in place, then you would have a good idea of if you're actually doing what you say you're doing. Okay. The other thing that could be causing a weight loss plateau, provided that you have been tracking your food intake, you have been tracking your step counts, you're doing everything diligently. It could be because there is some underlying medical condition. It could be because your hormones are not at their optimal levels. So you could have a problem with your thyroid gland. You could be suffering from some condition like diabetes. It could be anything, right? So if your tracking is on point in terms of food, your movement, and you're still not able to lose weight and you have other issues like you're feeling fatigued, you have other things going on in your body, which you're not unsure, which you're unsure about, then you should speak to your doctor and get a full body checkup done. It could be because of anything. All right. So medical causes are also fairly common when it comes to encountering weight loss plateaus. So that could be a reason. But considering that you're, you don't have medical conditions, you're tracking your food intake correctly, you are moving according to your step target, then here are a few reasons why you could have stalled. The first thing is because your body just becomes more efficient with time, right? So initially, when you were very sedentary, you did not move at all, you started moving, your body was just not efficient at walking, moving, exercising, and that is why it had to use up more energy to, uh, to do that work. But as you increase, as your fitness levels increase, your body just becomes more efficient, all right? If you, when you're exercising, your heart is more efficient at pumping blood because you have been challenging it regularly, all right? So your fitness levels increase, your body becomes more efficient, it requires less energy to perform those activities. The only way to counter this is by increasing the amount of activity. So if you have been currently walking 8,000 steps, you would want to increase that to 10,000 steps. If you've been walking 10,000 steps, maybe increase that to 12,000 steps. So you need to increase the activity levels. That's number one, because your body has just become more efficient. And also, if you have lost weight in the process in the past couple of months before you hit your plateau, that means that you have stopped carrying you know, extra weight in your body, right? So that is another reason why your body has become even more efficient. Now there's less load to carry, so it is easier for the body to walk. A few things here, right? Increase activity levels, you can also um, make it challenging for your, yourself to walk by wearing something like a weighted vest. So you could wear a weighted vest, a backpack, and when you're carrying load on your body while you're walking, that increases energy expenditure. So you can do that. And something relevant and related to this is that when you eat less for an elongated period of time, your body also reduces unnecessary movements, all right? involuntary movements that you do. For example, when you're talking, you're moving your hands, uh, when you blink your eyes. So these things are reduced by your body as you consume less energy, just as a measure to you know, preserve energy. And in order to counteract this, you need to increase your voluntary energy output. That is by walking, right? So you would not notice this, but you just tend to fidget less, move your hands less, maybe blink less, so these things really do add up because every single movement that you do uses up energy, right? In order to counteract that, increase voluntary movement, increase your step counts. But if you're not tracking step counts, you'll not be able to do that. So make sure you're tracking step counts. The other thing.
it is time for a short break. If you have liked the episode so far, please take a moment to pause and share it with just one friend. The podcast has been growing rapidly all thanks to your support and you sharing it is what lets me impact the lives of more people like you. Thank you in advance. Now back to the episode. That people tend to overlook is the lack of sleep and being highly stressed all the time. All right. Everyone is so obsessed about getting your diet on point, having a perfect exercise regime. But if you're not taking care of, if you're going to bed on time, if you're getting enough sleep, if you're taking care of your stress, then a lot of biological processes that go in your body, which are hormone related, they go completely haywire, right? If you're not sleeping well, you would have changes in your appetite. You'll be tempted to eat more calorie dense snacks. Calorie dense snacks are easy to overeat. Okay. And you may think that, oh, I probably just ate like two biscuits and you track that, but maybe you just ate like three biscuits. Okay. And if this repeats for like two to three times throughout the day, that thing adds up that can easily add up like 200, 300 calories. Right. And if you're highly stressed, that again can lead to things like you holding on to more water weight and all of these things can contribute to your weighing scale, not moving. So make sure you are not super stressed all the time and that you're taking care of sleep. So how long do these weight loss plateaus last? Weight loss plateaus can last for as long as you don't take any active measures to tackle them. So if you're not doing anything to tackle the plateau, it's, it's just going to stay there, right? Your body weight has probably been stagnant for a long period of time before you uh, took any active measures to gain weight or lose weight. So you're just going to be maintaining your body eventually always adapts to your normal way of eating. It reaches that set point and it'll just maintain that. So a weight loss plateau is not going to go away on its own until and unless you take active steps to fix that. All right. So how you go about that is by setting new targets. So setting new calorie targets and setting new activity level targets. So setting new step targets. The first thing that you can do is drop your calorie intake, provided you have been tracking your food intake for a consistently long period of time. Like we discussed in the beginning of the episode, if your goal was 1500 calories, you've been tracking that. And for four to five weeks, your weight has not budged at all. Drop the calories to 1300, drop the calories by 100 to 200 calories. Your weighing scale should start moving. But beyond a certain point, you cannot drop calories further. If you're already eating like 1200 calories, um, it's going to be very hard to drop calories, right? Because it's going to get harder to eat enough protein with such a low amount of food intake. It's going to be hard to get in enough uh, micronutrients. All right. So it's just a miserable place to be in if you're eating very, very less food. In that case, you need to increase your activity levels. If you're currently walking 8,000 steps a day, start walking 10,000 steps a day. If you're walking 10,000, start walking 12,000 steps a day. Build up from that to a place where you're comfortable. So make sure you're maximizing both ends of the spectrum till to a place which is safe, which is comfortable for you. So drop calories further, increase your activity levels. So set new targets for these two things. If your calories have been low for a very long period of time, for an extended period of time, and you have been also walking a lot. So by this, I mean that you're walking like 15,000, 16,000 steps per day. It's not comfortable for you to increase that further. 
and you have been eating very low, like 1300, 1200 calories per day, there is no more scope of reducing that. And you have been doing this diligently for months now and your weighing scale is not moving at all. Then ideally it's time to take a diet break. All right. You should be taking a diet break anyway, I would say every four to five months because eating less for a long period of time can get very stressful. And if you feel like you're getting stressed or if you feel like a stressful period is coming up, it is good to plan a diet break ahead of time. And a diet break is nothing but a period of time when you just increase your food intake. All right, back to maintenance. So if you're eating like 1200 calories, your weight is not budging. It's a good idea to maybe increase your food intake to 1700, 1800 calories. Okay, and just stay there for two weeks, three weeks, and then go back to eating wherever you were. All right, eating earlier. And your weighing scale should start moving again. So take a diet break every four to five months, I would say, even if your weight loss has been, you know, even if you have been making progress in terms of your weight loss uh, consistently, because it gives your body that chance, that, that chance to take a break from the stress of dieting because it gets exhausting after a while. And it also gives you that mental break from constantly having to eat less. All right. Provided though that you have been doing what you say you're doing. If you have not been tracking your food intake, not been tracking your step counts, you don't need a diet break because you have probably done a diet break unknowingly by yourself. All right. So if you have been very disciplined on target for a long period of time, it's a good idea to give yourself a diet break. That is just two to three weeks of eating at maintenance calories. Do that. The next thing you need to do is increase your protein intake. Okay, make sure you're eating enough protein. Eating more protein uh, keeps you full longer, but not just that. Eating more protein means that your body just uses up more energy just to digest food. So calories from protein will make sure that your body is expending more energy uh, compared to calories from any other food. All right. So make sure that you're eating enough protein content. It'll also help in preserving muscle which again, having more muscle ensures that you're burning more calories, eating more protein ensures that you're burning more calories. So all of these things, although very small, small things add up collectively to make sure that you're expending more energy. All right. And that contributes to that energy output part of the equation. All right. Because fat loss is ultimately the difference between how much energy you consume and how much energy you're expending. So that energy expenditure is taken care of by a lot of things exercise, your movement throughout the day, things like protein intake also. Even though it's a minuscule part of the equation, it does contribute to that. And also making sure that you're lifting weights at the gym, uh, preserving that muscle tissue, right? Building muscle. All of these things contribute to that. So make sure you're eating enough protein, make sure you're lifting weights at the gym. And these will indirectly help you lose weight and break through that plateau. And besides that, stress management, sleep, we already talked about that. Don't overexert yourself in the gym, all right? Especially if you have a lot of stress going on in your life already. A lot of people think that I go to the gym to de-stress. That is, that is the mindset they have, all right? But the gym is a physical stressor for your body. It is not actually a place to de-stress. I know that you feel good after a workout, everyone does, but that is a physical stress that you're putting on your body and you need to have the resources to recover from, from it. 
if you already have a lot of stress in your life and you're adding on to that by physically exerting yourself in the gym and you're not providing it the resources to recover well, it's going to add to your overall stress levels. All right. And your body has a limited capacity to recover from stress. So if you have a lot of life stress, a lot of work stress, don't overexert yourself at the gym and add to that stress. All right. Make sure you're doing your bare minimums, but don't go out of your way to you know punish yourself at the gym. Don't do that. And don't overdo healthy foods. All right. Just because some food has been labeled as healthy, a lot of people feel that, oh, nuts are healthy. I can snack on them all day long. That is not the case. Nuts are very calorie dense. All right. So even healthy foods have energy content in them. Make sure you're tracking those and don't overeat some food just because you read somewhere that it's healthy. All right. Track all your meals and also don't rely just on your weighing scale. There are other metrics that you need to track. Your body measurements should be tracked weekly. You should be taking monthly progress pictures so that you can use that in conjunction with your weighing scale data to make sure if you're making progress or not. All right. The weighing scale alone is not a good indicator of progress. So make sure you have all the data that can be possibly collected. So for your body composition, that means body weight, body measurements, progress pictures. These three things should be there so that you have a more holistic picture of what's going on in your body. So this covers nearly all the strategies that I had in mind to help you break out of a weight loss plateau. I hope this was helpful. And also please remember that a calorie deficit is a temporary state. You will not forever be eating whatever you're eating right now to lose weight. Once you have reached your goal, you will bring your calories back up. So what what you do on a diet break that you bring your calories back up to maintenance, you'll do that and then you'll stay stay at that level for a long period of time, as long as you want. Okay, so don't focus on eating less forever because that's not going to happen. That is going to be unhealthy. Once you reach your goal, you want to go back up to maintenance. And also remember that whatever your body's energy requirements were before you started your weight loss journey is going to be different from whatever your body's energy requirements are after you have reached your goal weight. So because you have lost weight, you're now lighter, your body will need lesser energy to you know, maintain that weight. So we'll talk about this in another episode about how you can go back to maintenance and how you can maintain this long term. But this episode was just about breaking through a weight loss plateau. I hope it was helpful. I hope you'll implement these strategies and blast through that plateau. If you have any questions, you can always reach out to me uh, via email at ajitesh at workdayphysique.com or you can drop me a DM on Twitter or Instagram at workdayphysique. Before you leave, please leave a rating on the podcast app that you're listening on right now and share this episode with one friend who you think will benefit from the content. I'll see you again very soon. Until then, stay tuned, stay safe and stay consistent.